That if you didn't say it out, even if you didn't say it out loud, it has been. <laughs> you know, I think it's been unofficially that way. You're right. It's like, uh, but now I've I've made it official. It is America's podcast, The Shameful Dead. Um, if I had to pick, it was probably halfway through last season. Yeah, I think so. That's and that pretty much goes all the way back to the beginning before. So we called it right. Yeah. Right? Okay. Cool. Uh, so if anybody names their podcast America's podcast, looking forward to suing them. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we're covering uh, season eight, episode two, called uh, something, death, something. I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, uh, <laughs> this episode for me, Jermaine, you can give me your initial impressions, but I liked it better than the first one because uh, it seemed like more stuff happened, and it do- it did finally seem like all out war, uh, and it wasn't as like cliche Walking Dead as uh, the opener was. What are your feelings? Uh, people have very bad aim, and uh, when they're like fun. ten feet apart and stuff. <laughs> you mean you could hit them with a rock? Yeah, yeah. and cause more damage. And uh, you know, it's fun watching all these people go savior on the saviors. I guess. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, but, but I guess... yeah, I mean, there was there was action, start to finish. It was. Yeah, I just I can't get over gunfights sometimes. I agree, but at least uh, I don't know if you listened to the podcast last week, but me and Johnny uh, Johnny T and I uh, were complaining about the gunfight where it seemed like Rick's crew was just shooting the Savior's windows. <laughs> They're very good at it. Do you remember that? It didn't seem like yeah. they were shooting at anybody. They were just like shooting out all the windows like twenty stories up. Like, <laughs> I'm guessing there's a reason for that. Uh, we'll yeah. find out. We'll yeah. find out nine episodes from now when it's, they flash back to this. You know, in a visual medium, yeah, and and a TV show, you don't want to like show what's actually happening. You want people to question and talk about it. That's how people watch next week, going like, "Oh man, that last episode didn't make any sense. I'm gonna have to watch next week to figure out what the fuck just happened." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's let's start this. Let's get into this episode. So the show and uh, starts with what I thought was going to be another bullshit flashback. Um, but it turned out to just be, you know, Ezekiel and Carol in that like smoke bomb situation that they ended last week's episode. You know what I'm talking about? It took me a second to be like, I couldn't remember last episode. And yeah, I was like, I what, the, what the fuck are they doing? And dude, the, uh, the flashbacks and the jumping. Yeah. Can we can we stop? <laughs> just tell the story start to finish, man. Yeah. I can't fucking keep up anymore. It, it's it's annoying to the point where I don't want to watch. It's well, like, God damn it. I don't need to see Rick crying again <laughs> for something that happened six episodes from now that you're going to build up to. And it's they've been doing this like the last two and a half, three seasons. Oh, and it's, it's, it's getting, longer than oh, that. Like, you know, and it's one of those things. But where this the, bad. It's, it seems every every fucking episode. Like, 
It's yeah. it's okay to use this every once in a while, guys, but there's other storytelling devices. And if you want to tell a nonlinear story, there's just other more creative ways to do it besides the same shit. Um, you know, last week they did like a future flashback or it was like a possible fantasy future, but they've been doing shit like that before with, you know, you know, uh, what was when they had uh, the redhead guy talk to, uh, what's her face, right? Or... Um, God, Abraham. Was, Abraham came back in like a flash forward kind of like fantasy thing. I don't know. You're right. It's just this. It's just too much. Let's just can we just not do it for a season and then maybe next season we'll think about it. But yeah, it, like an episode, just one. Yeah, just don't once. do it. But yeah, this was not the case because uh, this was just like a kind of like a hint. Well, there was some of that, but this was mainly a, a hinting at what happened last week with King Zingle's crew. Everybody was uh, you know knocked on the ground. Lots of smoke, but they wrecked. Especially Jerry. You got Jerry with a battle axe. Wasn't that sweet? Yeah, at least we're getting some good Jerry action. <laughs> we got some prime Jerry. We got <laughs> <laughs> we got spread Jerry action. <laughs> Just full spread <laughs> Jerry. Um, it was pretty sweet. But yeah, uh, and then uh, and you know what that means, though, right? He's gonna die. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you knew Jerry was gonna die. He's like a Hodor. You know, it's like. Yeah. Eventually, you know, Hodor is not going to make it to the end. You know that much. So it's just a matter of time. Anyway, uh, so uh, I and I'm going to jump around because I didn't take thorough notes for the whole episode. So uh, stop me if you remember something that I left out. But hey, you're just following the uh, the schematic of the show. You just right? jump around. Exactly. Don't connect anything. So let's go. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my next note is. Uh, I hate the tough girl. There's this one scene where I guess the saviors are doing gun homework and like there's a tough girl teacher uh, who's telling some guy to shut up and that he's been <laughs> relieved of gun duties, maintenance. Gun school. Gun school. <laughs> he's been put on probation or uh, in school suspension for guns. I don't know. But anyway, the 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 woman playing the like um, the person in charge was just terrible. Like, I, I think it was horrible acting, but I don't think she had a lot to work with. But, like, her idea of being tough was just, like, saying, shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Ask him a question, and as soon as he starts talking, shut up. Uh, it was just real terrible. And there's more on this person later. But that's but that's the one thing I, I wrote down. Yeah, you know, I guess, again, this is another, the inner workings of the savior's compound i don't forgot what they call it but whatever it's called well and you're just like life life blows there like i don't know (laughs) yeah you you wonder how they were successful like i i remember last season going oh i want to know more about the saviors because you know they're obviously doing something right and now you're just getting the fact that it's just a whole bunch of bullies um yeah and just a bunch of just assholes there's not even like innocent people at the bottom being manipulated <laughs> it's just everybody's <laughs> an asshole it's just who's a bigger asshole uh yeah the bigger asshole gets to be in charge seems like but anyway this whole yeah. gun school and and let me correct me if i'm wrong but what i liked about this episode is it made clear what the goddamn plan was last week i didn't know what the fuck was going on uh but it, it seems like rick and crew let loose the zombie horde to keep negan and his crew contained inside the sanctuary while they go eliminate the satellite offices, if you will. You know, the Scranton office of uh, <laughs> the sanctuary where Dwayne uh, Dwight Schrute is just sitting there about to get his head blown off by Rick. 
That's what it's. Oh, you know, like, right? you know, he'd survive the apocalypse, right? Yeah, fuck yeah, he would. Yeah, was it Bears Beats and Battlestar Galactica, something like that? I don't know. Yeah. What's his cousin's name? That crazy hillbilly. I one. don't remember, man. That's, I don't. We should know. just we should just podcast on that show. Yeah, we should rewatch <laughs> the American Office. You're right. Uh, but maybe one day. But anyway, yeah, so I guess this is a satellite compound of the Saviors or one of their many outposts. And they're Did you get... say that because it's an actual satellite compound? Well, this one, I don't know, is a satellite. <laughs> is this one the sa- I I'm confused by the layout. I, I can't keep up with who's attacking. Oh, one. Gun School? Yeah, Gun School. I think Gun School's part of the main compound. I think it's just the other side of the building. That's crazy that they didn't hear the huge explosion of the RV that knocked a hole into the... <laughs> So I gotta oh, yeah, disagree with be. you there. So I think it's yeah. just it's it's more these weird satellite offices. I don't know how far away they are. Uh, it's very not clear about the location or anything like that. But it doesn't matter. So, yeah. yep. so, so the people at gun school get uh, just like drive by only uh, the cars park. Uh, so it's the cars with the the whatever Rick screw shows up with the cars with the metal sheeting on them start shooting the people in the gun school and the people in the gun school start shooting back and it's a big dumb drawn out gunfight in which I'm guessing uh, was what you were alluding to with the terrible gunfight accuracy um, comment from earlier. I call this the Sad Max fight. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, instead of Mad Max. Mad Max is rolling over in his grave watching this. You're right, um, Mr. Mad Max. Are you talking about they, the anti semite? from (laughs) that played what women want is that the guy yeah um rest in peace they rolled up like honestly i think 15 feet away from gun school (laughs) and and those people are at a gun school yeah and they're 15 feet away and they spent half an hour shooting all around everybody i guess (sighs) yeah i mean and and it comes back later they talk about like you know and it, it comes back with that tough girl that i said it was awful uh, she has a line that's just laughable. But um, the whole time I was thinking, nobody wants to throw a Motov cocktail or some kind of explosive device here to to break up this drawn-out, dumb gunfight in which, like, only no-names get shot and killed. Um, if that, there was, like, three no-names out of 9,000 bullets very fired. Yep. I was just like, what? At first, I thought it was a tactic. I'm like, maybe they're just trying to delay something. This right. makes sense. And then I was like, no, it's just, just well, a poorly Well, it might be shot. a tactic. We'll have to talk about that later. Spoiler alert, we will be talking about this episode going forward. Um, <laughs> but I did want to point out that Rick's gang seems to have gotten guns again. Like, not just a few guns. It seems like they have, like, all the guns in the world. Now, I know... Lots of guns. Yeah. And lots that, of bullets. Yeah. Doesn't it seem... I, weren't, so, I know that they, like robbed the fish market the 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 group of people that were fishing and it was just all the women they stole all their guns i know that but it it doesn't seem like they got so many guns that they have like carte blanche to just start just dumping clips of ammunition like into cars and yeah and don't forget the garbage pail kids took all those guns yeah that's what i thought like so i went back and i watched entire the entire season seven trying to figure out this gun situation that, that's, a, that's a lie there's no way i would watch this fucking show again no but uh i, I think it's just ridiculous that um yeah where do all these guns come from they have all these ammunition and and the guns aren't like shitty guns they're not like you know double barrel shotguns they're like assault rifles uh you yeah. know with with tactical scopes and shit like what the fuck 
look, I'm 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 okay to suspend. Like we don't have to scavenge anymore, and we can get guns and ammo when we want, and we and can Twizzlers. still drive cars because gasoline still produced everywhere. Fine, I can forgive all that if you put a good product in front of me. That's like, damn, that's cool. Right. If it's fun, I'll forgive it, and that's a big. Yeah. Uh, and I'll get to that later. That's a theme. That's why I forgive a lot of this episode, and I think it was a lot more enjoyable than the first episode. Um, because yeah. even though it didn't make a lot of sense, I had some fun, which is good. It's what you want out of a TV fucking show. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so the dumb gunfight goes on for a while. Meanwhile, I guess Tara, Jesus, Morgan, and a bunch of other no-name people are taking out another satellite complex. And they go, and before any of this happens, um, we get this weird thing where Morgan's like, uh, hey, you want us to cover you? And Morgan's like, nah, man, I don't die. And you're just like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you've seen this before, but I kind of like it where somebody declares themselves to be immortal. Like, out of nowhere, too. Was this hinted at? Last season, I don't remember. But Morgan, for whatever reason, thinks he cannot be killed. Uh, And usually when somebody does stuff like that, that means they're just going to act like a badass like Carol. Remember when Carol was the Terminator? And she's still a badass, but now she's like not as much of just a can't be killed, kills everything kind of a badass. Um, But I think... She's come down to earth a little bit. Right. But Morgan is now... He's... He's the Terminator, and you know what? I love this stupid shit. Like, there's a lot of stupid shit, but this is at least fun stupid shit where are like, okay, Morgan's going to be unstoppable killer. And sure enough, he was a Terminator the rest of the episode. We'll get through it, but that's yeah, fun, Yeah, stabbing right? people, yeah. shooting people. Shoot. He's totally gone off the uh, every life is sacred now. Now he's just like, But he can still I'll be reasoned everybody. with at the end, which pisses me off. Somewhat. I, oh man, I so hoped he just walked up and capped that dude. That I, I wanted, been... yes, I, I thank you very much. We'll get to it because so bad because this, it it ties back into this Jesus terror thing that we'll get. To, let's get right into it. Okay, yeah. so so Tara, another character. Yeah, so Tara and Jesus are going through uh, clearing, getting into they they run into some resistance, and then they find a dude in like a closet or a cupboard or something. And he's saying, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I give up. I'm not one of them. I'm just doing their dirty work. I piss myself. Here's my gun. And Tara's like, okay, we're, we don't have time to take prisoners. Let's kill them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, do it. And then Jesus comes out of nowhere and is like, no, man, he put down his gun. He's forget. He's threatening. I'm like, no, uh, these people beat people to death with baseball bats, your friends, by the way, and take pictures of it. No, you you can be. And that's the, this is the problem. This whole, oh, pictures. Yeah. Do you remember the the the, the Polaroids? And, was Rick uh, taking pictures in this one or the last one? Somebody was taking somebody's pictures. Somebody's taking pictures like, in fuck? this one. Uh, when the At the very end, when the saviors give up, right before Morgan's about to shoot one of them in the face, we'll get to it, but uh, one of Rick's crew is taking Polaroids of the captured saviors. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they're just the saviors now, right? Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, they're just they're just new saviors. But uh, uh, more on that in a minute. But here's the thing: is I feel like the central theme to all the Walking Dead uh, seasons is how do we hold on to our humanity but survive in a brutal, brutal world? Right? Yes. 
But I feel like we've talked about it a million times, and in reality, I think if people tried to be civil as many times as Rick Crew has and gotten fucked over, I think they would just be animals and they would have to reinvent civility. I think they would truly be the Saviors 2.0, and then maybe their children's children would bother to think about civility again, uh, to a certain extent. Because I I only say that because I was bored by this whole, is this guy innocent? Immediately when this guy showed up, I was just, kill him. There's no, like, I didn't feel conflicted at all. Just kill this guy. I don't care if he was, uh, whatever, just made to go along like his story. Um, I'm just kill him. Just, I'm sorry. You, you had a choice. You should have died rather than, uh, whatever, help the saviors along. And that's Rick's like that, that like rah, rah speech he gave last week was, you know, uh, if you're one of these people that takes or you support them, you're going to get, um, you know, killed. So I feel like, I feel like Tara was in the right. And of course, like to make the conundrum even crazier, the guy turns out to be a lying savior saying he pissed himself on purpose and then the thing is even compounded by being even more stupid by Jesus being taken hostage by this guy and then Jesus freeing himself with like Kung Fu. <laughs> you remember like, so first when Negan goes full Terminator, of course they got to make somebody go, maybe we shouldn't kill everyone there. You know, there's still good people. It's like, Oh God. Yeah. And then you remember like when Jesus was drop kicking people and running off walls and then the Benny yeah, Hill chase, they, they didn't, they stopped that. Didn't they? Yeah, he, he was, was like, like doing ninja parkour, shit. Yeah, he was like a parkour ninja, like jumping off and, of walls and shit. And now he's all, man, no, this guy's just innocent. I don't want to do any... God. They... I don't know. They change... They change like, Morgan's fine. Morgan loses his mind, so I get it. He kind of right. flips he, switches. And you're right. But he, they did Jesus, I don't get Yeah. They established that Morgan is crazy, and he did lose his mind at one point. And you figure a guy who lost his mind might lose his mind again. So that's fine. Yeah. But this whole, like... Jesus, literally and figuratively, Jesus uh, thing is awful. I mean, it, uh, it's just boring. It's it's the same shit yeah. we've heard a million times, and I really am sick of hearing it. I don't care. Kill all these people. But, Kill them yeah, all. Yeah, whether it's been Carol or Tyrese or Rick or uh, Daryl or anybody, they have this, or Morgan, they have this, no, somebody's good, and it... It's never good. It's never once turned out good. Well, yeah. And, and it's I mean, just, it's and just, I think it's a crutch at this point. It's like they got it nothing else. So they're like, oh, make this, make him not want to kill this guy because he has a good story. And that's the thing is, I feel like this, this argument, if you do want to make this the thesis of the show, have it turned out the other way where like somebody is actually good. And I guess they've done that to a certain extent. Like Rick wanted to kill Jesus, I think, at some point, but you know, let him live and then things happen. But for the most part, yeah, when somebody's like pretending to be good and there's an argument about it, it turns out they're usually bad. The person who thought they were bad was right. And maybe I mean, I guess that be... happens a little later when Rick's fighting that dude and it's like a pretty drag out fight. And it turns out he just had a kid in the other room. He was yeah. protecting the baby. Yeah, we'll get so. to that. That's fun. Um, but anyway, okay. Uh, and don't forget, Morgan got shot. And of course, oh, he gets yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, so. Because he's Terminator now. <sighs> Okay, yeah. So let's talk about this. So before um, Tara goes in, there's like this. I, I wrote down this note. There is a graffiti on the wall that says, Tom says, kill the bitches. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? And it was like, uh, like, like, uh, what are those? Like, not like a trapdoor or whatever, but it had a bunch of arrows pointing to like the, 
hole in the wall, like oh, a dumbwaiter. Like That's what I think. You know, just like a door where you slide. Yeah. But it, you thought it was like a glory hole situation? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. <laughs> where they have a zombie with no teeth on the other side of it. What do you think? What are you proposing here? Yeah, now I like where we're going. <laughs> anyway, that that just it, it. Tara took notice of it, and I was like, "What does that mean?" So we get. I I, I don't know. Maybe the listeners or viewers can uh, let us know what that means. But anyway, yeah, Morgan is supposed to take the back area and do an ambush, and Morgan and two other guys. One guy that's okay to kill people, and another guy who's exceedingly nervous. And they all three of them line up. They open a the door. They shoot one guy, and then like. Three other reinforcements pop up, and for no explainable reason, Morgan and his crew do not shoot these people. Instead, they get shot themselves, and they all fall <laughs> over. I hated that. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I could understand if like somebody was in the hall and just mowed them down. That'd make a lot more sense. That's how you fix that. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I didn't for one second. It wasn't one second where I thought, is Morgan dead? Because you know he wasn't nope. dead. You, you can't die. <laughs> No, exactly. He just told you he cannot die. Um, listener and uh, host of uh, Ashamed of Thrones, Brian texted me. Uh, I half expected uh, fucking <laughs> what's that guy's name? Um, oh god, uh, not Abraham, but one of the guys. Remember the guy who the other guy that got his brains bashed in by Negan? Ben? Glenn, yeah. He's like, I half expected Glenn to survive after that or show back up too. Because this show <laughs> has this ridiculous thing where like it's obviously a fake death. Like, you're not gonna kill a main character that nonchalantly. And that's the problem with a show like this is when you've done this for eight fucking seasons, even the most casual of viewers have picked up on your bullshit uh paint by numbers lazy writing and yeah. like you know, tropes. It's like we we know this is not gonna happen. You're gonna build it up for like a season finale situation. Yep. It would be interesting if Morgan just got right. shot in the hallway. And that then would... they're like, where's Morgan? And then you go find him and he's just dead. He's a zombie walking out of the building. You're like, that... what? Yeah, on an, on an episode two, that would that would be like, oh, I don't know what to expect ever anymore. Yeah. But no, I guess we'll just paint by numbers, won't we? We'll just do the same shit. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. King Ezekiel is also with Carol and they cleared out one place and they're on their way to clear out another. But the one guy that, that got away that let off the smoke bomb, uh, could possibly let them know that they're coming. So King Ezekiel is, and Carol are tracking him down. And King Ezekiel is like Morgan where he's just lost his mind and being irrational saying, we're not going to lose. We can't lose any... (laughs) We're gonna go on. He's at, he is being overly positive to <laughs> propel the troops along. I guess, and I wrote here, nothing's gonna go wrong. Normally, I like King Ezekiel, but at this point, I was getting sick of him. Um, but yeah, I guess the guy that they're following was hit, so he's bleeding a little bit, so he's slowed down. So he's like, "Look, I told you, positivity works. We're gonna get it." But he said it all in like fake Shakespearean talk, which I I still kind of like. Anyway, so he said, "Fake it till you make it." Yeah, and uh, like I, that's what I like about King Ezekiel is he he doesn't drop character. He's like, "I'm going to be this ridiculous thing for people." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is what people want. This is people. People ask me to be their king. I'm going to be their king. Uh, but he's kind of like authentic in his fakeness, if that makes any sense, which it doesn't. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah. So then we get scenes of Morgan just. 
going through wake standing up like literally like the terminator or like a like a zombie himself uh, he stands up he grabs his gun and just starts pursuing people shooting them in the hallway they pop out he just shoots them he knows where they're gonna pop out uh yeah. it's just ridiculous but i enjoyed it it's just like ruthless slaughter remember um, virtual cop yeah yeah where you just yep sounds right the one thing i did like about this ridiculous scene is he did pick up a gun that was on the ground i'm like finally somebody picks up the extra gun everybody just runs past guns like that's what i thought because like he shoots like a guy who clearly had an automatic weapon and i'm like okay you had a handgun just pick it up it's an upgrade instant upgrade keep the handgun as well you don't have to drop the handgun. <laughs> put that in your belt. Yeah, so if you're like, what if this uh, automatic weapon doesn't have a lot of bullets? Guess what? You've got the handgun. Um, but instead he picks up another handgun, which is still... <laughs> I know I know you went past the shiny assault rifle, but he did at least pick up another gun that was laying there. Yeah, Not the right gun, but at least he did that. And he was walking around with two guns. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, and that, that's what I mean is this is stupid and it's ridiculous... But it's fun, um, so I'm willing to forgive it. I'm willing to go along with this ride because it's not this bullshit um, philosophical dilemma. And going back to that really quick, so Tara and Jesus have this whole conversation. The guy turns out to be bad, holds Jesus uh, hostage. Jesus frees himself, and then Tara's about to shoot him, and Jesus is like, no, you can't do that. I was like... Uh, instead of having discussion about it just have Tara kill the guy and then that way you create instead of like flirting with conflict between um, uh, Tara and Jesus or making it a philosophical discussion it's actual a real conflict like Jesus like wait a minute I don't trust you anymore yeah Um, hostility yeah real hostility because Tara actually takes action instead of just talking about taking action you know what I mean yep raise the fucking stakes guys awful Anyway, all right, so uh, also Rick and Daryl are taking yet another compound, uh, and I guess it's just their two of them. I don't remember how this works out. Anyway. Yeah, they split up, yeah. Yeah, they split up. They go upstairs. They both go their separate ways. Rick, um, you know, goes upstairs, finds one guy, gets into a, yeah, like you hinted at a knockdown, dragout fight with this guy, you know, where it's one of these things where they both drop their guns and... They're doing the thing where one person's on the other guy's back and the guy with the guy on the back backs up into a wall and that never works. I've never been in that situation, Dan. (laughs) Wait, I've never been in that situation, Jermaine, but does that ever work? Uh, 10 times out of 10, it's worked for me. I always beat people up with the the back into the wall. Yeah, That's my move, if you will. So if somebody's on your back, your first move is back into the wall. And then, declare- and then they just they just like, oh, that hurt my back. I'm letting go now. And then I declare victory with an English accent. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, so Rick kills this guy by throwing him into, like, uh, I guess a, a, a shelf a support. Co-rack? Yeah, a co-rack, just shelf, yeah, shelf support uh, rod or something. Anyway, and then he goes into the room the guy was protecting, and uh-oh, it turns out to be a baby girl. Wait a minute, I know somebody else in this show who has a baby girl. What? Is it Rick? And then, if this wasn't a uh, fucking... If that fucking wasn't in your face enough, the showrunners put a fucking mirror in the room, which shows Rick <laughs> looking at himself. If the fucking metaphor wasn't perfect already, because Rick has a fucking baby girl, 
It's so fucking awful. <laughs> it's so like, you guys are dumb. Here, I'm going to fucking spell it out for you ten times. So I wrote fuck this show right at that point. <laughs> I don't. I, it took me a while to put it together that Rick had a girl that he's been protecting for eight seasons now. And yeah, it blew my mind. No, it didn't. <laughs> no. I was like... <laughs> I was like, come on. Yeah, and then, like, his reaction was crazy. Morgan's killing people, Jesus won't kill people, and Rick's killing people and finding babies. Rick, uh, if if Rick was being true, he'd pick up the baby girl in one hand and carry the assault rifle in the other and continue killing people and being like, oh, I'm going to protect this one. There's no... See, like, if... Go ahead. I was just saying, I don't think there's a moral dilemma here. I don't think he thinks... Like, I think the showrunner set it up like, oh, Rick is having a... Uh, questioning himself um, because he essentially killed himself by killing this guy who's just protecting a baby. No, yeah. that's that doesn't seem like Rick. Rick would just be like, oh, look, it's an innocent baby. This has nothing to do with that asshole out there. I'm going to protect this baby and continue my mission. Imagine if like he was in there, he looks at the baby, he walks out, closes the door right as Daryl walks, walks up, and he's like, you okay? He's like, yeah, I just took care of one in there. And then they just walk away. That'd be fucked up, but at least that'd be yeah. interesting. You know what I mean? That would be like, holy fuck, Rick just did something awful and just left a baby to die, essentially. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? That I don't want that for Rick, but at the same time, that would be interesting. It's fucked up. Um, but yeah, I don't, well, but what did Rick do? Didn't he walk away from that baby? Because like later on, he's not with the baby anymore, right? Is he going to come back for that baby? Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I think I had had another beer at this point, and I yeah. Forgot. Well, anyway, let's let's tie up Rick's storyline because it's getting towards the end. But so Rick later is seen in the same area, just fucked up, and a guy walks behind him and holds a gun to him, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Morales. Remember me from season one?" And I'm like, "No, I don't know. I don't remember you from season one, and I don't care to." Uh, and Rick appears to be captured for all intents and purposes. Um. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but you think Rick's just going to make short work of this guy, you would think. Yeah, I did remember him. Um, From what? What was the situation? He was in the first season. He was just some dude, and I think uh, they split up. Like, uh, I don't know if he went with Morgan or... I feel like they were in the trailer, like in the RV or something. And it was like, okay, hey, Morales, good to see you, I guess. Okay, like that—that yeah. that enlightens nothing to me. That—that's like he was just a dude from the first season. That yeah, so it. that doesn't make any sense. Like, why bring that guy back unless he had some import on the plot? It's just one of these things where, like, let's bring. Uh, no, we can't. That guy's dead. We killed that person. Fred. Let's. Uh, Fred. No, Fred can't come back. Uh, Morales. Who? <laughs> he was in. The, he was in the third episode. Sure, let's bring him back. Is he available? Oh yeah, he hasn't done any work. He hasn't since done that a one, goddamn so. thing. He's gone back to Taco Bell, and yeah. <laughs> he's still he's shift manager, but uh, looks like store manager still a few years away. So yes, he said he'll call in sick and he'll do the show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's Rick's storyline. It's wrapped up, um, kind of dumb, but once again, it wasn't all Rick focused, which I liked. Uh, last episode was way too heavy on the Rick. Um, another. <laughs> Another note I have here is tiger murder. Sweet. <laughs> because King Ezekiel and um, 
Carol are going through the forest and like, oh, everything's cool. And and Carol's like, why? Because we've met up with our friends. And then you see a guy walking along and just getting mauled to death by a tiger. Yeah, I like, I guess uh, Shiva can tell the difference between humans. This uh, one, yeah, she knows good guys and bad guys. It's not a big it's she not probably, a hard She thing. probably knows the football armor. Football armor means good. Yeah. Nothing means I eat them. <laughs> Yep. And that was the guy they were chasing, right? That the guy is, that was going uh, to I'd assume it. that was the guy they're chasing, yep. Yeah. And they met up with like, some other reinforcements, the people that let loose the tiger, yeah. Like Tiger Pounce in the end of last season was cool? Yep. Tiger Pounce. I, look, I understand limitations and money and all that stuff. And this Tiger Pounce. Like, are we going to get one Tiger Pounce a se- an episode? I, think I, also so. said, I also said if this tiger dies, I'm done. I'm not watching it. It's Rick could leave die. a baby to die, and I'm okay. If right. this tiger dies, I'm not watching. Tiger versus Jerry, which one are you going to be more upset about? Oh, man. Uh, that's tough. Probably the tiger. Okay, part two, follow-up question. Which one do you think is going to eat it first? They've sh- It's got to be the tiger, right? Uh, maybe. Like, like, they're both, like, pals of King Ezekiel, so... I think, think they both die at the I same so. time, like oh. in some battle. Well, that could be hap- that could happen. Like they, Jerry dies trying to protect him, and then it's like Shiva and him left, and he has to climb a fence, and he looks back, and Shiva's like, "All right," and then just jumps into a pile of zombies or some shit. Yeah, you know this is going to end with like the good guys being in dire straits again before they win ultimately. Oh, you mean because you've seen Rick crying three, <laughs> six, three to six times uh, since the start of the the. What are we in? An episode and a half in, and we've yep. seen a flash forward to him crying. So you already know what's going to happen. You're like, okay, well, not something bad is going to happen, and Rick's going to be upset about it. Mm-hmm. But he's still alive, so Rick can't die. It's like one of those things that uh, not only can Morgan not die, Rick can't die either. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wrote in my notes, okay, I like King Ezekiel again. Yeah. <laughs> he annoyed me for a while. Okay. So, and then. We go back to the gun battle, and <laughs> okay, uh, so the gun battle's happening, and then the tough girl is behind a car, and she's like, "These fucking pussies aren't gonna t- attack us. All we have to do is wait them out, and they'll they'll go away." And then she sees one of the one of the, like the four people who got shot in this battle rise as a zombie, and she's like, "They don't need to attack us." They just let, you know, whatever. She's like, she says something stupid, like a, a one-liner. They don't need to wait us out or they something. They don't need to yes. wait us out because they're zombies. Oh, no. And it's like something out of like Troll 2. Have you ever seen the, the clip from Troll 2? Who hasn't? Okay. It's only so the guys, greatest. Just Google search Troll 2. They're eating her. And then they're <laughs> going to eat me. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is just how- think about this real quick. They they've been shooting at each other for 10 15 minutes. They got one person. <laughs> That's what it seems There's like. There's one yeah. person that turns into a zombie and now you're terrified because it literally takes one bullet and one second to turn around, shoot that zombie and then turn back around and shoot the people with the guns. And I got a better idea that'll save you a lot of bullets. Just get like capture a couple zombies and like get some kind of slingshot situation where you just throw some slingshots. <laughs> You just throw the zombies into the uh, gun school. Like, just 
throw them bodily. I don't care. Just like do one of those like a whirly bird where you grab a person's like arm and a leg and you just spin around like you're a, you know, a shot putter. You know what I'm talking about? I think that would cause more damage in this current gunfight he's doing. <laughs> than just a whole bunch of bullets uh, which doesn't kill anybody? So I mean, like, perspective-wise, like, I mean, it really looks like they were 15 feet away from each other. And I'm like, how? Yeah. Like, if they had made it, like, 50 yards or it was reasonable distance to not hit anything, I'd be like, okay. But did they just look like, literally, like, other side of a classroom, like, 20 feet away? Like, the other side of gun school. They're just in the gun school right on the other side, and they can't. It looked like not the length of a portable at a school, but, like, the width of a portable. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Portables. Yep. Public school represent. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. So, anyway, during this gunfight, for some reason, and I can't remember the couple's name, and I'm glad that they're just like, they're just two people now. Aaron. Aaron, and what's the guy? other guy's name? Aaron's boyfriend. Yeah, or husband. Who knows? But anyway, uh, I like how they're just they're just a couple, and they're just trying to survive. But I've got news for you. If you want to stay alive in the world of The Walking Dead, you increase your chances dramatically by not being a part of a couple. If the moment you fall in love or like, or like let's be boyfriend and girlfriend, that's the moment you or that other person are going to die. Because yep. guess what? Uh, we'll call him Gary. Gary gets shot in the stomach. And uh, what what's the other guy's name? Sorry. Aaron. Aaron is like, uh, like getting him away from the fight towards, and that's how that ends. So that happens, and uh, you assume that Rick's crew wins because the one zombie that they shot killed the uh, leader of Gun School. I don't know. Yeah, I remember them getting him to surrender or whatever, and then oh uh, wait, that's that's okay. Let's get to that point because that's at the other place. That's not where uh, okay. That's not where gun school is. This is where Tara, Jesus, and Morgan is killing people. Yeah, my remember doesn't work so well. Yeah, my remember is broke. Um, so yeah, um, uh, Tara and Jesus go to a, like a storage container, and Jesus is like, no, they're going to surrender. And Tara's like, no, we're going to kill them. we got a job to do. And of course, like one guy's like, they open the shipping container, and there's like, I don't know, what appears to be 10 dudes, and later there's like 50 of them. Anyway, they surrender. Tara just wants to murder him, which, probably a good move. These people are hardened murderers. It's not like uh, they're innocent people again. Once again, they're not innocent people. Uh, I don't see the moral conundrum here. Uh, yep. Tara wants to kill them all. Jesus says, no, we can't. And then, meanwhile... Morgan is going on a rampage. He's just going over oh, the century. He's just like he's Tom Brady in a two-minute gr- drill, and he just can't. <laughs> he just can't drop. He's he's completing everything, and um, he comes out into the sunshine and sees one of the saviors that was involved in the pickups. Do you remember the pickups for King yeah. Ezekiel? And oh yeah, I remember. Manager. I remember this. What's it's Kid Rock? <laughs> yeah, Kid Rock, who was just a dick to uh, American Gladiator dad. Do you remember that guy? Yep. Yep. Anyway, Morgan sees him and just runs up, walks up to him, just like a Terminator, and puts a gun into his chest or his face. I can't remember. But he doesn't pull the trigger. For some reason, Morgan 
stops being a Terminator because Jesus like, don't kill that guy. And Morgan's like, but I want to. And he's like, no. And then Morgan's I'm, like, okay, I'm not going to. Because I'm Jesus. <sighs> so fucking stupid. If Morgan would have just went up to that person and shot him, and then the rest of the saviors like ran for their guns, and then Rick's crew had to murder everybody, that would have been, once again, you awesome. take... But once again, yes, it would have been awesome. But once again, you take a fucking abstract philosophical idea or discussion that you can have over beers and turn it into real-world conflict. Okay, this is bad because you murdered all these people. You slaughtered innocent people that were unarmed. But it would have been sticky, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would have been sticky. It would have been full of conflict. It would have just been so much better than the nonsense we got. Uh, Yeah, and then at one point, like... Jesus said, I'm going to tell Maggie on you, and Tara said, I'm going to tell Rick on you. Oh, yeah. Like, they had this, like, I'm going to tell on you to the other person, because you're bad. Which just shows how, like, uh, (sighs) just... (laughs) (laughs) Take a a second, compose yourself, and go. Okay, so, yeah, the fact that they're, like, avatars for their leaders or who they believe in uh is just it's just awful um and uninteresting and boring uh okay that's all i have for this episode uh i remember there was like a face montage where they like there was like slow motion and probably like i don't know a kid rock song as like everybody's face got shown in slow motion rick's face and a couple montage. of uh, i don't remember what the point of that was i just remember i thought it was a waste of time and then, uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Did I miss anything, or do you... Uh... It, I may be wrong, but I rem- the, the dude that Tara and Jesus were fighting over not to kill, did he mention something about, this isn't all of us, or something? like? I got the... I have this thought in the back of my head that one of the saviors said... Yeah, you're right. They, they Essentially, it's a trap. They sent all the saviors away... So that their group thinks they did something and then they're going to come back with like a thousand people. And And, I I seem to recall that as well vaguely. I I can't remember it, but um, that ties in the last week where Rick was having a like a verbal spout with Negan and Negan's like, you think you got the numbers? You're ridiculous. Um, So, yeah, there is probably a big ass group of saviors somewhere. And once again, we know this is coming. We know that the good guys are going to be in dire straits at some point. Because Rick is crying. Because it's a show. Like, <laughs> because they're not going to, like, slowly kill this all the saviors over the course of the next five or six episodes and then move on to new bad guys, which is what we really want to happen. Like, let's move on to another group of cannibals, you know, I mean, for Rick's group to fight or something. I don't know. Yeah, can that, like, the cannibals actually scared me. Yeah, that was that scary, was... but it was like a group of, like, four people or whatever. It didn't seem like it was a real thing. Or, no, was that uh, Terminus? Yeah, that was Terminus. Yeah, Terminus was fucking scary because I remember they had that assembly line where, like, there was a bunch of dudes, like, tied up, and, like, one guy would come over, hit somebody in the head, and he would fall over, uh, like, a trough. A trough. And another guy would come over and slit their throat, and they would just bleed out. And they were yeah, just doing it like up. an assembly line. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty fucked up and scary. Yeah, because that was like, dude, you guys can't grow tomatoes? Like, really? Yeah. You <laughs> that's what it, you went straight from I ate the last Twinkie to I'm going to kill everybody <laughs> and eat them? Like, there's, a, there's an in-between there that they just skipped. 
Which was crazy. That was cool. Yeah, it was crazy and cool and scary. And yeah, uh, but to the counter of it, you're right. Like all, they can find guns and gas everywhere. And the only explanation is so many people are dead that all these resources are still available because, you know, we made all these cans of beans for people that are all dead now. So there's plenty of food around. So you got to think that those people could just probably scavenge a little better uh, and they'd be fine. But yeah, there would probably be cannibals and they were scary. And wasn't there like, oh, okay, we got to, re- this is going a little bit off, far afield, but I remember there was another group of cannibals that were just like in the woods and like they ate one guy's leg and it was like a good guy and he's just like. That was Bob. And then Bob's like, yeah, you ate my leg, but guess what? It's dirty meat because my leg is full of poison or something. Yeah. What was that about? Do you remember that? Uh, So that was Bob and that was the Terminus people. Oh, okay, so it was him. more Terminus people. But, yeah, that was the first encounter with the Terminus people, I think. Now, do you I think th- he, had, he had been bit or something. So oh, that's, that's not- right. That's what it was. He was bit. That's kind of smart. Yeah. Uh, but do you think his name was Bob because of that joke, what's a guy with no arms and no legs floating in the ocean called? Tim? <laughs> yeah, I think his name was Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, let's wrap this up. Any other last right. thoughts about this episode? Or since you weren't here last week, did you have any thoughts about the season opener? Uh, I've been wearing my shit and pants uh, every ep- every episode. Um, that line, I don't know, that line, it's that- like, let's take Abraham's line and Negan's line and come up with something... Abra Negan or something. I don't even know. Anyways, that line was just ridiculous. I would have liked it if they said, I hope you got your shitting pants on and then just cut away. But like you had, this was last week, by the way. Uh, but Negan says, you know, you're shitting pants because you are going to shit yourself. I feel like he just like, <laughs> it's the same thing with putting that mirror in the room with Rick when he, when he sees, you know, a mirror to his life. It's just a step too far, and you're just like you're you're questioning the IQ level of your audience. Yeah, a little bit too. Um, much. No, so yeah, not to go back to the other episode, but um, there's action. That's all I can say so far. There's action. There hasn't been any lulls really. Uh, so that's good. Yeah, I think they're working the lulls into these conversations, these philosophical arguments that are in the field of battle yeah i I don't know i i'm still kind of pessimistic about the season um i'm wondering how long they're going to draw this out i'm wondering how long until the turn where rick gets his ass kicked and is humbled again and then somehow overcomes it again which is the same shit we've seen a million times um i just don't know (sighs) yeah I guess we'll find out because we're gonna watch. All right, so let's give uh, let's give your rating for the episode. So once again, it's a five point. Uh, it's a ten point scale actually on five stars with half point increments or half star increments. You know what? I'm not gonna explain it again. So what's your rating? Oh man, I got to factor in the action and then the stupid decisions. I guess a three. That's exactly what I was I, thinking. 
I really wanted to go 2.5, but there was a lot of it's been it's been pretty nonstop action, so I got to give it the half for that. So, okay, yeah, um, I'll three. give it a three as well because I feel like it was slightly better than average because of the action and it moved. All right, guys, that's pretty good. That's uh, you know, trending upwards. Uh, but we'll <laughs> what, see. what was last week's two and a half uh, I didn't give it a rating but yeah I think retrospectively oh, right. I'm going to give it a two just because it would have been a two and a half if it wasn't a season opener and I feel like for a season opener it was kind of disappointing do you agree with that yeah, yeah. The... yeah we'll just go alright guys uh, thank you for joining us on America's podcast The Shameful Dead and we'll be back next Tuesday take care